Welcome to Victorious Living. All of these things, you, you don't want, want to just say, well, I got faith, but, but you're not adding anything to that. You had faith that God gave you. He's given to, me, uh, to every one of us the measure of faith, and that measure of faith is what helped us to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and become a child of God. So these things enrich our faith and they are of great value to the working of our faith and to our supply of God's grace that we experience in this life. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his message, Growing Up Spiritually. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares Growing Up Spiritually. If a Christian is not growing spiritually in their faith in the grace of, and in the grace of God, they will eventually increase in uncertainty, doubt, and unbelief concerning God's Word. So that's what happens when we quit feeding on the Word, reading the Word of God, praying the Word of God, all the things that increases our spiritual growth. When that stops, then we begin uh, a stationary, and then we, uh, we begin to go backward away from what we, what we know and what we had been practicing. So there are essential elements that go into the process of spiritual growth. And see, when you're growing spiritually, your attention is not on yourself and your ministry. Your attention is on God who gave you the ministry and he then will give you what it is that he wants you to share. So there are essential elements that go into the process of spiritual growth. Growth uh, physically requires nutrition or certain vitamins and minerals as well as exercise so the physical man can grow. Then we go to school and go to grade school, middle school, high school, on to college, uh, what? To grow ourselves mentally, to educate ourselves. So we're growing in that respect uh, as we live. Mental growth requires learning and education. I mean, you take an uneducated person never exposed to uh, further education, greater education or whatever, they are not growing mentally. A person who, do, who, uh, who does not feed upon the word of God, not just at church, but throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month and, and years, will never grow spiritually because we grow from spiritual food that we find in the scriptures. We, we, we find a growth in our prayer life. We find growth in our, in our faith. We find growth in so many things 
as we are maturing and growing in Christ. So without application of the various things that promotes growth, there will be little or no growth in an individual. Now let's pick it up today in 2 Peter chapter 1 and look at some things here that feeds our growth in Christ, our growth in God. Second uh, Peter chapter one, beginning in the fifth verse. Peter says, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. So there's something that, that, that we are to add into our faith to make our faith more efficient, to make our faith more capable of producing for us what God has promised to us. So there are things that we must add to our faith so that our faith can grow, so that our faith can work good, so that our faith can produce the things that God has already given to us through his word. So he said, and beside this, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Okay, so now we're, we add virtue. We're not going to go into definitions necessarily here this morning. But we add virtue. And then we add knowledge to virtue. Or, and to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you, or we could say it this way, this way, if these things are in you and your relationship with God, your faith is growing. Notice, notice what he said. And, and, uh, and to verse eight, for if these things be in you, if these things have been, are being added to your faith, if, if, if. If, and he said, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you. Now watch, watch what happens here. They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. Now what, what, if, you, if you're fruitful, you're bearing fruit that comes from God. If you're unfruitful, then you're not bearing fruit that comes from God. So he said, let me start from the eighth verse. For if these things be in you and abound, in other words, they are being enlarged in your life, then you're growing. And so let me read all of it again, and then we'll move on. And beside this, given all diligence, add to your faith, now you, you receive, we receive faith by being born again. We got faith. He's dealt to every man the measure of faith. So, and beside this, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, and to patience godliness or godlikeness. And to God likeness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, which is the word for love. For if these things be in you, in other words, 
if these things are in you and we are living by these things. Now, notice what he says. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you. They make you. They make you what? They make you that you shall never or neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So enriched, all of these things enriches your faith. All of these things. You, you don't want, want to just say, well, I got faith, but, but you're not adding anything to that. You had faith that God gave you. He's given to, me, uh, to every one of us the measure of faith, and that measure of faith is what helped us to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and become a child of God. So these things enrich our faith, and they are of great value to the working of our faith and to our supply of God's grace that we experience in this life. So sometimes, you know, in, in life, we go through life, we deal with a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of particular issues or what, whatever. And sometimes we forget there are some things that we must do. There are things that we must add to our faith. And so he, he and I've read these things, and uh, he, we are to enrich ourselves and these things are of great value to the working of our faith. So sometimes a person could, may, may, I'm sure they have somewhere along the way, had the question, how come my faith not working? My confession's right. But what are you adding to your faith confession? What are you adding to your life? What are you showing where your life is concerned? And sometimes it's easy to get off track. So he says then, enrich, these things will enrich our faith and they'll make us to be fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So adding these things will, are, or will be, or they are of great value to the working of our faith and to our supply of God's grace that we experience in life. Now, I want to read you something here about grace. Not that you don't know it. You probably do know it. Uh, we've, uh, you know, heard a lot of good teaching on the subject of grace. But I was just looking through the, you know, the commentaries and the encyclopedias, biblical, Bible, and it talked about grace. Grace, he said, this person says, is what affords joy. Joy, if you... Joy is a part of the growth process. I heard a preacher say one time, he was preaching to his congregation, and he said this. I didn't say this. He said this. He said, it looked like everybody in my congregation was sucking on a lemon. And I thought, wow. I bet that was fun. So grace is what affords joy. Joy that God gives us, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Where'd the joy come from? It comes from God. It is a gift of his grace to the believer. So we need to express joy. Amen. Notice we didn't say, he didn't say that we must feel joy. 
we must express things that defines the joy in our life. So what would that be? That would be praise. Amen. Praise when you don't feel like it. Amen. Praise when you don't want to, don't want to praise God. Your, your flesh it does not lead you to God, lead us to God. Our flesh leads us away from God. So we, there's something that has to be done with our flesh. And then Paul said, we're supposed to kill it, put it to death. Amen. And sometimes that's a big job, but you, you've got, we've got the Holy Spirit in it. So grace is that which affords joy, which comes from God. Grace brings pleasure to our life. Grace brings delight to our life. Grace brings sweetness. It, oh, sweetness, sweetness. Amen. You ever seen, you know, I've heard people say, don't you know that person is just so sweet. And we get that, we get that statement made by how they are presenting themselves to us or in front of us. So grace gives us delight. It gives us sweetness. It gives us charm. It, it gives us loveliness and gives us grace of speech to know what to speak. A word in season, not only for our, our own life, but for those that are around us. Grace, all of this is working. It's our hope that today's message, How to Receive God's Help, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 41. Today's special offer is 41. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.